0: Hello, Halo fans. My name is Tyler Monaghan, and you are listening to Forward Unto Quan, the fan podcast where we talk about Halo, the series, uh, streaming Thursdays on Paramount+. Plus. As always, I am joined today by my wonderful friends Megan Watt and Cicero Holmes. Hi, guys. Greetings. Hello there. All right. Uh, Thank you so much for both of you for being here. It's always great to talk with you both about Halo. So let's uh, keep our tradition going and start off the show with a little nerding out about the Halo universe. Uh, In honor of today's episode of Halo the series, which featured a nice big vehicular battle, let's talk about Transportation. Uh, from the very first missions of Halo, vehicles have always been a part of the core DNA of the series. You start off in a uh, UNSC ship, and then from there, the first level revolves heavily around driving a warhog, uh, or you know, the second level of the first game. Um, <clears throat> which is called Halo. Uh, it revolves heavily around driving a warthog, and obviously, you know, the Pelican shows up at key moments uh, throughout the games, and, and the games just, like I said, have really vehicles baked into their core DNA. Um, since both of you, Megan uh, and Cicero, have already shared some pretty great stories, uh, Megan, your uh waterworks driving off a cliff, and Cicero, your awesome headcanon of the one chief that made it and the other that didn't. Uh, I love the idea that there were at some some point two chiefs and now there's not because that happened but anyway um so so let's put the warthog off to the side maybe unless you have another really amazing story about it but other than the hog which halo vehicle are you guys most fond of let's reminisce a little bit megan let's start with you
1: okay uh well i guess it's not really about what i'm most fond of although i do i do love the banshee um wanted to tell a quick story about how um a banshee killed my xbox
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right great so
1: uh this was the original xbox where uh halo 1 um i believe assault on the control room one of my friends uh should i name him like i mean yeah sure shout out to brad yeah uh so he he had this idea he wanted to show me that you could um through, uh, about halfway through the level, or maybe a third of the way through the level, I can't remember, you can get a Banshee. And he wanted to show me that you can uh, drive that Banshee all the way back to the beginning. I mean, it takes a little bit. You have to, you know, maneuver, throw grenades, you know, but uh, squish it through doors and whatnot. But eventually you can get back to the beginning. And then the cool thing is that you can fly around in places you're not supposed to be uh, in order to see parts of the level you're not supposed to see. Right, so <laughs> we, we, we get all the way back there. And at, at there's this chasm, and we start flying down, and it starts like chugging, like the it just kind <laughs> of starts. It it's starts running to out slow. of fuel. So the,
0: the banshee yeah. is like flying down into a part of the level that's not really designed yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. So like,
1: everything is kind of gray, and yeah, yeah <laughs> and, and things start getting a bit laggy and weird. And then it, I hear a. Bzzz, And the screen turns plaid. (laughs) Literally like flannel plaid. Red, green, just plaid. And it shakes a little bit. And then I get the red ring of death. And my Xbox never worked again. My theory and I'm not positive on this is that a lot of times level designers when you go forward they kind of unload the levels behind you in order to allow for the memory ahead of you I'm not sure they did that in reverse because you're not supposed to so maybe it just overloaded or something or maybe it was just my Xbox's time I don't know. Um, um, the the best part of the story, though, is when Brad tried to convince Dell to do the same thing, and I was like, what <laughs> is wrong with you? <laughs> like, we already know what happened.
3: Yeah. That oh, people's man. Xboxes. Uh, That was Brad- such brad's the yeah. pusher man he, yeah. he's he's well he didn't no... have
1: his own xbox
3: misery loves company that's a, he was yeah, upset yeah. and jealous that was always a thing too i remember
0: it was like oh who's gonna bring like you know what i mean yeah. like who's gonna bring who's gonna bring the game discs who's gonna bring like yeah. Extra yeah. controllers you know yeah. but i was just gonna say Megan, that story is also such a test of it to just like how how much time it felt like we used to have to play games and like yeah. i don't know if there's other it stuff was we right. were supposed to be right. doing but yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like it was just like, yeah, okay, let's spend three hours like and I don't know watching what, Brad drive this banshee through. like
1: And I don't know what level. we it was thought like, we cool. would find because I think that was also back in the day where I used to think level designers like used to make the whole world, but you could only see parts of it or something. Which is like, obviously, no, they're only going to make the parts that <laughs> yeah, you can Yeah, but see. like that
0: you could get into what, like a It's like
1: in Mario or... Kart. I kept trying to uh, – er, yeah, Mario Kart. I kept trying to get into the houses. Like, there's gonna, there's not gonna be anything there. What, what am I? You know, yeah.
3: Um Look, oh, come in. We're just about to have dinner.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, like, unlock an entire new game if I manage to get into the castle. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs>
0: uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I my I had a console that was broken by the game Two Worlds one time. So it wow. is uh, too memorably many wolves. F- funny experience uh, it didn't even make it through the opening cutscene, if i recall correctly <laughs> some, some guy said forsooth and then my xbox was just like no nope. uh, anyway actually i think that was laz's xbox anyway uh cicero do you have a, a another vehicular uh either you know tail or you know affinity for a particular vehicle you'd like to um, talk
3: about uh, th- the a a vehicle that confounded me in multiplayer um, for the longest time was the ghost. And um, you know, it's it's just when someone gets a ghost, they seem to be like evil Knievel on it. Like they just knew what to do. They would boost at the right time and then they would shoot you and they would do all sorts of stuff. So um uh when i finally got my chance to ghost that was that was a moment for me um being able to like now now it's going to be me i'm the jerk I'm the douche. I'm gonna kill everyone. And then and, you like and, crash into a wall, right. and, and they and shoot I you I in the back, and then
0: right, right. Someone just yeah. hijacks
1: it. So, like, then... yeah, right, I'm, just <laughs> like, I'm gonna fight. Right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Um, that's that's about how it it usually went. But uh, you know, every now and then I would get like three or four kills. But uh, the very first time getting on a ghost. I felt like I had arrived, so...
0: Yeah, I in multiplayer, it's definitely uh, uh, like a killing machine. Uh, and it's, like in the first game, you couldn't even blow it up or hijack it, so right. you had to just kill the person on it. And if you right. didn't have the weapons to do that, it was just like... I mean, yeah it was basically impossible so yeah which is part of what i liked about the first game you know what i mean they didn't cater to like every every encounter having to be balanced in some way like it was possible to just like create these encu- you know what i mean where it's like okay like this guy has been circling our stupid blood gulch base in a ghost for like 10 minutes we gotta like mount up you know what i mean like right. somebody's gotta draw him out front while somebody else goes out back and like gets the warthog and like we gotta you know we got to teamwork this, but right. uh, it seems like now there's always like a, you know what I mean? There's a counter to everything in everything you play. And so you, I have started playing halo in, is it called infinity or infinite? infinite. Yeah. So I've started playing a little bit of that and uh, the, the vehicles in that are awesome. I will say uh, I've had, I've had a couple of good runs with the ghost, just exactly like you described Cicero uh, and really, really enjoyed coordinating with like random people. I don't know driving the, the warthog um yeah i think i'm
1: I'm very happy that they haven't changed that an enemy can just jump in the back of your warthog and now you're just driving an enemy around.
0: yeah exactly i love that i'm so
1: happy they didn't change that i i had to drive my jeep off a cliff to kill the guy behind me
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's always like for me it's always super unclear what i do when i'm the driver in that situation like I mean, if a... I
1: jumped out, he was going to murder me. So, right, the, you jump out your only.
0: You take him to your base, yeah. he's probably going to do more damage than good. You take him back to his friends, you're just going to get killed. Yeah. And now they have a Jeep. So, right. I, yeah, in a lot cliff. of ways, I think, yeah. I think the cliff is a good way to go. <laughs> um, for me, yeah, I do, you know, obviously, like I just said, Love the Warthog. We've had a lot of great experiences with that. And another vehicle that I loved was the Hornets uh, from Halo 3, Mm -hmm. which are the little flying hovering hovercraft things that you could get Marines on the the side of and they would shoot off of. I I always really liked playing with those and messing with them in Forge. But playing through 1 and 2 recently... I've got to give it to the Scorpion Tank. Uh, they obvi- they always make a big deal out of it showing up. They have some pretty funny and fun cutscenes where the tank is sort of like a big deal, um, and you know you get there's there's some set piece moments where you're designed to be in the tank kind of just like rolling through and blowing tons of stuff up and then there's some other more like open moments where i feel like you have the option you know you can kind of take it or or not like maybe take another vehicle or whatever um and they just do such a good job of like like you know it's so powerful that like half the time the thing that kills you is like yourself because you like shot something that was too close to you or whatever and like they just do such a good job of like you feel powerful when you're driving that thing, you know, and like you can like you just you're taking down like the amount of stuff that they throw at you when you're driving that thing and then you just like can survive it is awesome. It's <laughs> it's like super empowering.
1: Well, not to mention that the marines can jump on the side, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then that, and that's the other thing is like trying to see how long you can keep those guys alive and like AM yeah, them oh. definitely. Most of the time I feel like I'm the one killing them cuz cuz like they just can't withstand the blast you know uh which as we saw in today's episode you know uh their weapons are pretty pretty overpowering against marines and their little body armor the spartan armor can take a lot but the marines uh boy they yeah they did cannon not, fodder. They, yeah, yeah not they fare so well.
3: Yeah, they took the uh, they took the armor from the Marines and gave it to the Spartans.
0: <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, seriously. Uh, so, with that uh, subtle segue, let's get into this week's episode of Halo: The Series. Uh, so, from this point forward. On to Quan, everything that happened in this week's episode of Halo uh, and the post show are fair game for discussion here on this podcast. So if you have not yet seen episode five of Halo, the series, and you care about spoilers, turn back now. Assuming that you have seen this week's episode, though, uh, let's let's get into it. Uh, before we move on to the big battle that took up about a quarter of this episode, it was a 39-minute runtime, so a pretty short episode. It makes me wonder if they took a long one and decided to, to cut it up instead of editing it down or something like that. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, before we get into the big, the fun part, the battle, uh, do we want to talk about Soren and Quan? Uh, in this episode, we see Soren leave Quan alone for a little bit and Quan uh, basically escapes uh, and it's off on her own, I think my wife, Julia summed it up really well uh when Quan was sitting there banging a rock on the motorcycle. she said, "I completely understand where Quan is coming from, and I empathize with the way that she's feeling, and I think it makes sense, but I'm done seeing this like I need this scene to be over. you know, we could just kind of <laughs> fast forward uh any any thoughts, Cicero, about where we are with Quan and Soren right
3: now it's It's really confounding, um because it seems like there there is a story that they're trying to tell um and 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 it's a story that they're trying to tell that seemingly i believe they they believe the writers believe is one that we'll want to hear but i can't i can't find that story right. in there <laughs> right like it is man i man uh wow um You know, in season three of this podcast, we'll be forward unto remember when there was a person named Quan in this show? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, Megan?
1: Yeah. I mean,. I'm so glad that they did not spend much time on her this episode. You know, no time would be great. Mm-hmm. The The few minutes that we saw at least were just a few minutes. But the first thing she did, I mean, first she says something real sarcastic to Soren. Then she throws the water bottle away. I'm just like, I, I'm i not sure how I'm supposed to be sympathetic. Are we supposed to like her? Are we supposed to care? <laughs> I, You know, and somehow, I mean, it was just by some demonic intervention, she managed to just be more inept and annoying than she has in those few minutes <laughs> then the rest of the time i mean she she's holding up sword now what what i just right. i <laughs> demonic yeah.
0: intervention is the name of uh, episode six
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i'm really so yeah my my headcanon which i know is not going to happen but what i would love to happen is she gets uh back to magical city somehow she manages to rally the troops people are like okay you know what you're right we really do need to rebel against the unsc They 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 have this kind of uh, against all odds Le miserables last stand thing going a- and then um a covenant ship just comes over and glasses the entire planet <laughs> and they all look up in horror
3: oh man <laughs> the yeah. end of that uh, story beautiful shot in front the thing for me <laughs> yeah. about you know
0: so i'm I'm a big fan of the old show uh 24 yes and you know the gimmick on that show is that the episodes happen in real time and so sometimes you would get things like what we saw with soren and Quan in this episode and they kind of made sense right like if a character was stuck somewhere once in a while they would just sort of check in and be like yeah they're still stuck you know this show is in real time but this show is not in real time like you right. don't need to do this you know what i mean like you choose the pacing so like you don't have to show us a whole episode of her doing this and like
1: yeah you, you can have whole episodes without her but- I,
0: yeah exactly like you've done with pretty much every every other character at, at various points which is fine but like the way soren is like i gotta get some other wheels and then he he walks off and then like 10 minutes later cut back to him he shows up and he's in like a he found some wheels. You know what I mean? It's right. like great. I totally understand what happened. That was good. Like, thank you for respecting me as a viewer enough to understand that I don't need to see him like go into a town and be like, "How much for some some wheels?" You know what I mean? Or right. steal a cut? Like, who cares? Hey, you know what I mean? I,
3: I, I need some wheels. Like,
0: it's not it's not the point. And so, like, you could have you could have just cut to like him. You didn't even need to show her doing anything, right? Cut to him showing up, and the bike is there, and she's not, and. I can I can put it together, you know what I right. mean? Um, that might have actually added a little bit of uh, suspense. But anyway, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot to say. It was obviously just kind of a treading water episode for these two. Um, and just we're going to keep hinting at what we've been hinting at that's fine because it leaves us with more time to talk about what I think we're all pretty much giddy to talk about. There was a solid, I think pretty much eight or nine minute long um, battle sequence in this episode. I predicted ahead of time that this episode would give us some combat. I was sort of thinking it would be some, something a little bit smaller scale, uh, maybe something niche like a, like a sniper kind of, you know, stealth sniper type of mission or something. Um, some of those more like unique moments of halo gameplay um but but i was not really prepared for what we did get which was pretty much a big team vehicular battle with with drop ships and, and everything um so like like a lot of people my glee was pretty much unrestrained uh from the moment cortana interrupts Ch- chief's like trying to go kill halsey and cortana's like slip space rupture detected and you're just like oh oh, oh it's about <laughs> i to be think I.
1: everybody went oh <laughs> like oh like i mean there must have been so many gas, so i would have you know a little montage of reactions on the internet I'm mean, yeah
0: and, and from that moment <laughs> there's this huge battle and, and from that moment until like you know this smart brute shows up and outsmarts everybody and gets away with the artifact we got so much stuff here we got grunts that we talked about we got jackals with their little energy energy shields and and the jackals have swords now right. um we got brutes or at least a brute um, Who is wielding a gravity hammer? We got a marine getting needled. We got a grunt hijacking a warthog, and then the <laughs> master chief hijacking the warthog back from the grunt. Uh, it was and we so also so much
1: fan service. Like, you can't tell me they didn't play the game a bunch right before making that battle. Like, and and it, it just, yeah. And oh, you also
0: kind of got a banshee hijacking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Megan, I'm glad you mentioned that because for me, one thing that stood out was like, in the midst of all that fan service, there was also stuff that was totally different from the games like when they're like okay time to escort the artifact Riz and Vanek you're up front with me and then they just start running and I'm like oh he means they're just gonna run in front of that that
1: was amazing I (laughs) loved seeing that that was was incredible like just to show the power of the Spartans and the like Oh, man, and I, I, I can, could watch that. Just and I rebate. can tell you
0: from our gameplay experience when I'm when I'm like, OK, get in, get in and I'll drive. And then I accidentally keep leaving my teammate from it. You know, the Spartans right. cannot run that fast right. in the, the game. <laughs> it does not work that way. So, uh, yeah, I've I've kind of hogged the microphone to geek out a little bit about this because I was so excited about it. But it, yeah, uh, let's turn it over to you guys. What was like kind of most exciting or stood out to you or what you were most just sort of like gleeful to
3: see? Uh, Cicero. Um, it's it's almost boring, right? Because everything was awesome. Everything, (laughs) everything was awesome. It it was uh, you know, this is the episode that everybody wanted to see. This is the one that everybody was calling for, and they delivered, man. Right, like they delivered it in ways that. So what we didn't get, we didn't get Commander Johnson, right? Looking, looking lornful, in in the moment right before a battle, but we did get Admiral keys or captain keys uh, doing that right at the beginning of the episode, right? He's, he's standing there and he's looking very grim. Um, every, everything about uh, this episode, because you got that stuff at the beginning uh, of that kind of tease. And then the payoff of this big battle, um, the battle was just, uh, look, it, this is what, the fans that have been complaining about the show that it's not halo enough it, it, it's halo enough now right yeah i'm like, sure they'll
0: be satisfied and now they'll all
3: oh yeah yeah of course of course be big fans uh, of the show right, right. <laughs> 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 yeah um uh, man there was oh man there was so much there was so much awesome uh just ugh yeah, all we right, are
1: yeah. finally aligned with the rest of humanity when it comes to how amazing <laughs> this episode was. We could all
0: well, well okay,
1: okay. Aside yeah, from,
0: on, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are always going to be a few naysayers. You, you can't, you can't make everybody happy. But I, I, the entire time the battle was happening, I was, just, I just kept thinking to myself, okay, if gamer fans aren't okay with this, they need to stop. Trying, they need to stop watching. This is yeah. exactly what you said, Cicero. <laughs> this is what everybody has been wanting. And I, 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 oh my gosh, well, there's so many times I was just giggling and cheering, yeah. and like the marine getting needled and exploding yeah. in the mist. Yeah, uh, so the and, the, the it was marine going, is it was driving.
0: He, He's gunning on the back of the right. warthog, yeah, and yes. he gets he gets the needles, and you can see him like be like, oh, and he cool. like looks down, and just then he just second, like. Explodes. Yeah. Just just as Kai uh described yeah. a couple of episodes ago to Miranda, he yeah. just turns into this pink mist. And because he's not a warthog that's driving away, that was that was the touch I loved was that he yeah. just kind of like the, the warthog drives away and he just right. kind of poofs yeah. off into the distance. Like, it's like amazing. Oh my God, and then on top of all that, that family's like, not getting any remains returned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're not even gonna know. Yeah. No dog tags and nothing. Right. Um uh, but it, And then on top of even just the amazing uh, combat that we got, we also had a a lot of really cool drama uh, in it where we had – I loved to see Halsey drop everything and go after Miranda. It, it showed, it turns out she's got a teeny little bit of heart, just right. the smallest little piece. It turns piece. out
0: she is willing to do like the absolute bare minimum, <laughs> like what biology compels almost <laughs> any mother great, of but, like yeah. most species, you know, like intelligent species to do. Yes, that was It nice is to nice see. to
1: see that there's a little bit of humanity there. Um, and, and then obviously the part where uh, Master Chief is willing to sacrifice the artifact to get Kay um and well and k because k is having uh essentially ptsd uh seeing battle I, for the first time with I any level just, of human emotion.
0: I think it's just I mean, TSD. Like post, <laughs> it's not right, post. Right, right. It's right, like oh, yeah, Post,
1: current, <laughs> current, right. traumatic stress. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I, I, as soon as she's looking and, and the the soldier is bleeding and Ollie just goes, oh no.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's bad. That's that's no good. Um, which is nice to show that there is a, obviously a downside to no longer having that hormonal pellet. There's a reason that they have it. Right. Um, there was oh, there was just so much meat. It was it was beautiful. It was yeah. You know. I loved
0: that both Chief and Kai were both proven correct and incorrect about each other, right? And right. and like they showed this double edged sword of like what what is valuable in combat, right? Mm-hmm. Is it tuning out and being a machine, or is it? protecting what you care about and having right. that you know right, emotion exactly kick in and drive he you. wouldn't have gone
1: after k had it not been for his lack of hormonal palate as well
0: right and Probably. yeah and, and you know i think that's sort of like the point they were trying to maybe get yep. at a little bit with halsey too um and i loved her sort of uh i don't know interactions with chief earlier in the show which we'll, we'll get into uh in just a minute um but basically uh the end of the episode or the, this battle i should say Uh, Well, and it was the end of the episode too, but kind of concludes, it goes in a different direction than I expected. Like I kind of figured we were on the path to getting this big artifact back to reach with everything else. But instead, as a result of this insane battle that happened, um, the brutes show up and like I said, they kind of outsmart everybody and get away with the artifact Do you, does that change your thoughts on where we're at so far or predictions for where we're about to go or anything like that, Megan?
1: I don't know because they don't, well, they don't have the other piece of the artifact, but the other piece. The Covenant, you mean? uh, Yeah. That piece is on Reach, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Are they heading
1: to Reach next?
0: I still think they don't know where Reach is.
1: But they did but kind of get key... like a ping from the artifact so I, I don't know if that did they only get it from that one
0: yeah okay. so because so that...
1: that was not the artifact that was on madrigal anyway so it's or is that <laughs> well, just it, gonna was, be inconsistent? it
3: was at some point it was True, at yeah. yeah it was on madrigal or some but it would make sense out. that
1: it pings both yeah artifacts I, at the same yeah
3: i think the
0: thing that you're Driving at is that it seems there seems to be an increasing possibility that the covenant are going to show up on reach in force.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I mean that, that wasn't could be point. the final battle. But, well, no, it was. I think that could be the final battle. Maybe that you know Cicero you keep talking about um, the the penultimate you know giant. Right. Uh, I, I honestly uh, think
0: if they're going to do a battle on so, that yeah. scale and they pull it off with like the same energy that we saw in this one, I I think it has like the potential to be seen similar to like some of the biggest ones in game of thrones you know that are that are just remembered as like these huge tv events like i don't know how much money they're throwing at this and there's obviously a lot that's digital that's happening on this show Mm -hmm. um but there's also a lot of real stuff going on and i can't it seems like they you know we kind of talked about the budget earlier but it definitely seems like when it comes to the visual effects like the battles and stuff like that they are willing to sort of spend the money or right. i don't know what it is spend the, the time i want to see a the making up or whatever right. yeah because exactly, with all, yeah, all the
1: practical like. effects i'm, I'm sure actually driving around warthogs and stuff i i think that would be um, yeah well i i, we'll I mean see. i
3: think i think that was so you know part of part of uh, a couple of episodes ago one of my arguments about the or one of my problems that i had with the series was that you could see them not spending money in some of the sets right when we were in when uh Soren takes Quan back to Madrigal, it, you know, it's clear that that, that set is very, very small. Um, and they were trying to have big moments in, in, in that small set. Um, but I think what it is, is that they've been robbing Peter to pay Paul with these, with these episodes, right? You get that, that big one in the, in the beginning that was, you know, full of explosions, Very right? Explosions are expensive because, they're you putting the money o- in
1: the right place. I gotta right, say, right, right, yeah. So you,
3: you know, so like, <laughs> yeah. you, you can only do those once, maybe twice, depending on what it is that you're blowing up. Um, so like, you've got to do all of that stuff right the first time. You, you don't have the chance to to do it again. Uh, as Megan said, they're putting all the money in the right places. I think they're saving um, the money for a big thing. And if season one. Ends with the fall of Reach. Then well, I was
1: going to ask: canonically, do they does Reach fall before they find a Halo? I I know it doesn't really matter with the Silver timeline, but
3: you- yes, yes, it does because they don't find a Halo until Combat Evolve, and uh, right, Reach of course because bu- that's like right, the first right, bit. and Reach yeah. Reach falls before that. Like when we meet Chief yeah. for the very first time and you know chronologically we've already had, we've already played 3 games yeah. cuz i've right? been thinking
1: this whole time that this is going to end with them all on halo but it would actually make sense for if we see reach before for,
0: that right yeah, that started to preoccupy me too, and that's sort of where I <clears throat> thought I was leading you with the question. I like where we ended up going talking about Reach, but like, you know, I, I sort of wonder if somewhere in this chase of getting the two artifacts together, like we pointed out earlier, like in Halo Combat Evolved, you stumble upon the ring. You don't it right. nothing leads you to it. Nothing um, you know, over Artifacty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fate leads you to it, I assume. But um yeah, so I was I was curious, you know, in this course of, you know, we've got a bunch of people, Maki is still running around the galaxy trying to trying to find, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Chief. And, you know, yeah. I, I was curious whether they would somehow stumble upon the Halo in the course of, you know, rounding up these artifacts. Um, but I I have started to feel recently like, yeah, kinda seems like maybe we're not gonna actually get a Halo ring until season two. And if you're If you know that you are already greenlit for a season two, like kind of why not? Right. Have fun with like, you can do a big reveal. You can make it really, really cool. Like you can spend a year, you know what I mean? Like designing the, the halo. And that was sort of what I was alluding to earlier with the budget is like, I think you guys are totally, you know, I have the same sense that maybe that it really is building to something in this episode in the declassified, they showed. Kind of, you know, a short little making of and they show some some of the shooting uh, of the scenes like this big battle sequence. There's a ton of practical explosions and guys on wires getting flung around. Um, The the Covenant are mostly people in suits that are, you know, and they're so they're shot as they would be with, you know, those those characters and stuff uh, really being there. But there comes to like when when you're talking about a Covenant cruiser. Popping out of slip space and glassing a planet—I don't think you can really do that. It, like that's got to be, you know what I mean, a thing you just do on the computer. And so, right. like, it does seem to me like there is You're, the potential. They're
1: not going to Star Wars it with like tiny little uh, <laughs> right. uh figurines,
0: figurines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah,
1: like rubbing vaseline on the film right. to like right. make it look like.
0: <laughs> but yeah. but uh, you know, so so I don't know, but I am starting to feel like, oh man, we might be building to something like you know even even bigger than what we just saw and, and something that's really going to blow people away.
1: I'm really happy they're doing that too, because there are so many, um, fan books, like big, big loved, uh, franchises that turn into TV shows where clearly the TV show, the showrunners or the writers or wh- whoever are just worried that non-fans aren't going to like it. So they squish everything yep. up front, hoping to right. catch, like a wheel of time. Uh, mm-hmm. Shadow and Bone, where they right. just they pile everything up front, hoping to get your attention. And what ends up happening is that they exhaust all of their material almost in the first episode. Right. And then it sucks if it actually catches on. If if people actually like it, then what are you going to do for the next few seasons? You've already wasted all your all your stuff. So it was ni- It's nice to see that it, with Halo, they seem to at least trust that their material is good enough. To carry forward into one season and hopefully many seasons, uh, rather than just throwing everything up front. I mean, I I fully expected this kind of to be the thing where they end up they show Halo in the first episode. They you know at least yeah. like a glimpse you know of a far away Halo, and they show they sh- they exactly. show you everything just to make sure that you're super interested and you know and that's why you know all the fans keep asking oh i want to see battles i want to see battles it's like yeah no if they did that with the first three episodes is just straight up battle you just stop watching yeah. i i love that they understand what they've got and they are playing it out in a decent pacing in a way that holds our attention uh, and works as a tv show um, I don't know it's nice to see
3: yeah I, I, well i I wonder um, if they didn't have to worry about the same things that like Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time is an incredibly popular for fantasy book nerds, but outside of that, not really. Right. Halo is such that, that my partner who doesn't play video games by and large, when she saw the trailer was like, Oh, that's a trailer for there's a Halo TV show coming out. So they like, they, there is enough understanding within the zeitgeist of who Master Chief is and who Halo is uh, that they didn't have to try and squish it all together. And and what is happening, I think, is brilliant. I think what my little prediction is that we're we're gonna get uh, the fall of Reach in episode, you know, in the penultimate penultimate episode, and then the final episode of this of the season will kind of be uh almost like the beginning of combat evolve we're on we're on a ship we're like escaping something right and we're on a ship and then we kind of stumble upon the halo at the end of like that's the cliffhanger at the end of season 1 and we start season 2 in the halo trying to figure out exactly what that it is. That
0: seems plausible to me.
3: My right? question
1: then is what in the world is McKee up to? Well, or, or does she fit into this?
3: Yeah. Well, that's 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 my question about all of the the principal cast, right? Like um is there space in that for Quan? Is there space in there for Silver Team? Um, yeah. you know, like all of these people are are people that are expendable that's why i feel like
0: we have to end up with like a game of thrones type of situation where it's not that all of our heroes band together in the end right it's that they're each kind of like you know it's like a puzzle and they're each kind of playing their little part in making things happen the way that Mm -hmm. they they need to happen but you know i am starting to feel more and more like early on you know in forward under Quan. i think we were all sort of like seeing this okay it's gonna be like chief and like miranda and and cortana um and maybe mckee and and like you know Quan. and now it's starting to seem like "Eh, actually i'm not sure i still do think Quan has to get Back with the chief at some point, but I'm not thinking that they're all going to kind of form a posse at this point.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: I'm just imagining them all together, literally McKee, Quan. Uh, john halsey miranda just all (laughs) landing on halo together (laughs) with like some v shot you know they're all standing in formation echelon
0: formation (laughs) walking towards you and the camera just keeps panning out And there's more and more of them there's like kai and Can you imagine how
1: mad that would make (laughs) me
0: and then like miranda and then maybe like jacob and then it just keeps panning out and out um every marine (laughs) yeah and and then and then like yeah that's the other thing too is like i do think because of how much we saw in this battle like cicero your your scenario is sounding super plausible to me because they've already given us so much i think the two biggest things we haven't seen are just like space you know more more direct space combat like the covenant have to shoot some plasma balls at like some planets you know what i mean and and do some damage and then i think we've already like there's there's still some stuff we haven't seen but scale is just the biggest place we go from here you know i'm starting to Mm -hmm. think we are going to see a big thing with just like columns of tanks and support aircraft and like rows and rows of war. like it's going to be like halo wars you know i'm starting to think and, and that makes sense for the fall of reach so um and and it would also make sense like the covenant their whole reason for not just glassing planets to begin with is because they you know like they can do that And they have like air and space superiority, but sometimes they don't because they want to investigate artifacts and stuff like that. So it does something on reach, sets the stage perfectly for a huge like ground encounter between the UNSC and the Covenant. Um, So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to jump on to your prediction right there. Right on. Um, Let's move on to our ongoing segment, the dumb episode review, where we read a wonderful anonymous episode review uh, about this week's Halo episode by somebody on IMDb. So Cicero has got this week's dumb episode review for us. Take it away, Cicero.
3: A dramatic retelling. Three out of ten. Put your helmet on. (laughs) Why does he never have his helmet on? Why is Kwan even in the show? Why can't someone just kill her character? She is so annoying. Why am I still watching? (laughs) And see why am i still watching it's my favorite part i love that that sounded that very
1: poetic that was, that was a great retelling. yeah
0: yeah and the again the title is put your helmet on which i just yes. i just love i don't know yes. if that's the same guy that we read when we first i think that was the title of the the first episode review that we ever did on dumb episode reviews so i don't know if it's the same guy if so thank you you're gold mine um and, you know, as always, the point isn't that you're not allowed to not like the show, but just, you know, the sense of what people feel that they are entitled to and the sense of like, it's the double edged sort of fandom, right? It's like people feel like some, some sense of ownership over your thing. And that's like, in some ways beautiful, but it's in other ways really annoying. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I watched Declassified, the producer Kiki Wolfkill, amazing name she seems super cool it's so obvious these people are such huge halo fans like they're you know what i mean like they just love halo and like the idea that like what finally got a halo project off the ground after all these years was just like Oh, nobody was putting up the money. Like, I don't think that was the issue. You know what I mean? Like, somebody needed to, like, take ownership and, and like, you know, like they described, like, they had to fight for the studio uh, with the studio to get this show made and stuff like that. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. Do you have millions of dollars in a TV studio that you're ready to, like, make your own Halo show with? Like, if not, like, I don't, I just don't feel like anybody really owes you anything. Like, if you don't want to watch the show. Well, and they
1: never have alternatives. Don't watch uh, the show. You know, I'm fine right. if somebody says, you know, put your helmet on, but I want them to explain how that would be better besides just that's what right. I want, you know, yeah. or if they said, I just want all battles. Okay, cool. How do you think that would go?
3: It would be awesome. It would be like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it's just all battles. <laughs>
1: I, it's, it's If they could just think about, think it through for just a minute. They would no, see no. why it is the way no. that it is. I'm also no. troubled
0: by the implication in this review that when somebody is annoying, somebody should kill that
3: person.
0: <laughs> that seemed a little like, whoa. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> mind Swan going them. away for a couple episodes, but like, geez, you know.
3: then She can never come back.
0: I mean, Family's I suggested dead. classing like, an
1: entire planet to get rid of her. So. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> next Uh, week
0: dumb episode reviews (laughs) megan watt um so so let's get back to our halo episode and kind of wrap up talking about uh some of the evolving relationships on the show we did have this big battle at the end but the first uh you know three quarters or so of the episode had a a lot of really interesting moments uh tucked in and some silly moments i thought tucked in so dr halsey is revealed as a full complete villain i think we already knew she was a pretty you know morally abhorrent person but we see that that has really been true for quite some time i think in this episode with her just directly kidnapping john the youngster we also get the, the i don't know i've watched it two or three times though and i just still think it's hilarious the scene with john knocking the kid off of the like the, the high ropes thing that they're playing on and then he grabs the kid by his foot and all these other kids start chanting john john, john. but john, nobody john. like
3: nobody goes to help
0: or like you know it's like <laughs> yeah. there to catch the kid in case it goes right I, and john just pulls I, this kid up by his foot
3: yeah yeah so i thought i thought that the the bully was the the kid that john saved and john was the victim and and you know so like the guy the kid the bully kid went to go and do something and he had to come up and and john saved him, you know thus thus establishing his true you know as like ultimate a heroic altruistic yeah yeah is yeah his like, and i
1: love halsey's look which is like oh i'm gonna steal that child
3: yes (laughs) i I think we all i found the one i very
0: much thought that john was just like overdoing like john was the jerk in that scene oh and he was just like i'm gonna bully you and then i'm also gonna get credit for saving you you know what i mean like i'm gonna bully you and everyone's gonna like me for
3: it yeah exactly um
0: anyway We also in this episode get uh, keys. Jacob keys is revealed to be just like fully complicit. He's literally with Halsey when they're scoping John out as a kid, Cortana can indeed completely take over and shut down John's body. And John is now aware of that fact. And he is not happy about that fact. John is also aware of Halsey being a straight up kidnapper and is aware of that fact. Um, And John you know, bars Kai from combat duty, um, which kind of turned out to be a good call in some ways, uh, but it was also very hypocritical uh, because he suffered a lot of the same issues. Both of the, both of them definitely their combat was affected, right? Their abilities were altered in some way by the removal of the motion chip uh, in different ways. But, uh, you know, I think some some more caution is probably like you know suggested by the outcomes of this this battle without the emotion ships uh anyway megan i will let you pick which one of these topics to kind of uh focus our conversation on for now because there was a lot of interesting uh things some of them I'm, I'm not sure how important and not important some of them will be so
1: yeah i am interested in so yeah cortana shuts down uh john as soon as halsey yells cortana uh obviously because uh halsey was in imminent danger What's interesting to me is that after John wakes up, Cortana explains why she did that, which is, hey, you can't be running around punching Halsey. Right. <laughs> uh, and she doesn't then suggest to Halsey immediately, look, why don't I just take him over at this point? You know, that's that's kind of... Oh, that topic has almost been dropped a little bit. Yeah, right. Uh, where... I, I don't know if they're even thinking about taking him over so much as just having an off switch.
0: Well, because it uh, seemed to me like, like Cortana was almost promised, right? Like you yeah. will get your right. Like, like, yes, this is just your learner's permit, but don't worry. Like your full driver's license is coming. And now yeah, right. it doesn't really seem like anybody She doesn't seem to be for asking that to for
1: that. She, the fact that she even takes any level of time to explain to John her reasoning i love her
0: explaining voice but yeah yeah
1: yeah well yeah i could just listen to her for days but uh it suggests to me that she's she is starting to look at this as more of a partnership uh as she suggested earlier uh so i'm i'm really interested to see where that goes now that obviously john might view her as a little more of a um an opponent since he knows he can just be shut down but the fact that she's not shutting him down might Make John look at her a little more favorably. So, uh, right. I I'm really interested to see how that evolves in next episode.
3: Yeah, I I think that uh, what we're seeing is Cortana's uh, agency uh, coming into play. That 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 her decision to shut John down when he's about to attack Halsey is her choice, right? And it's not something that. Um, that Halsey can compel her to do. Uh, It is, it's so, and I think, I think uh, you're right, Megan, like the fact that he, that she's not looking to just fully take him over now is, is at least, or at least I think I'm reading it as um, a way of, of the writers letting us know that uh, Cortana is starting to understand John's plight A little bit more and, and not that he, you know, he's not just some, some drone automaton. He's someone who, who, uh, didn't really have a choice in what he has become, um, and, and accepts the fact that he is who he is and, and appreciates that fact. But also you do have to give, you have to give some energy to the fact that he went through something incredibly traumatic and the people that he, is supposed to trust are are fully untrustworthy
0: i feel like cortana sort of like is playing that role uh like i used to be a teacher right and sometimes Mm -hmm. the students would ask you something and you know like you want to be like yeah you're totally right it's bogus right but you can't do that like you can't bitch down the chain of command so you have to like make up some you know some right. little explanation for it um yeah. and you know,
3: alternative facts yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah well
1: it, and it's also uh, interesting to point out that she does nothing about him going after Kay, because that right. would have been a great time for her to just be like you know what i'm taking controls we got to get this artifact but nobody asks him to do that right. uh, yeah he's not on the radio saying cortana what the heck like yeah. n- nobody's arguing that I know it's in the heat of battle, so maybe that's the reason, but.
0: Yeah, yeah. uh, I can't really
1: (laughs) take over as he's mid jump onto a banshee, but. Maybe.
0: And, and I, sorry, I lost my train of thought earlier, but like uh, when Chief is asking Cortana about the records, like what about the mm-hmm. records for my for right. my adoption, and why aren't there records for the Spartan team? That's the role I think Cortana is playing. Like she's kind of being like, "I told you, Chief. Like it's totally normal." Right. But I think I think internal, and she's like, "Yeah, well, that's super weird. <laughs> yeah, right? like, yeah, that's right. That's really right. Irregular." And the Cortana she's just we all it know,
1: diplomatically at this point, yeah. and
0: it, like but, but the, like the Cortana we all know from the games. I think it's fair to say Cortana is the character that like kind of shares the most DNA, maybe. Other than the chief, but like yeah. the Cortana we know is not going to be like, oh, the records are missing. Like, what's next on right. the agenda? She's going to be like, right. hmm, <laughs> I'm going to keep talking to you, but in the background, I'm going to dedicate to yeah. some processes to like hacking in and like figuring out where that data went. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I just have to before we move away from Cortana, say a couple of uh. You know, she had just a couple of really amazing lines. There's the one where the chief is like, can you get out of my head? I can't hear myself think And she goes, well, I can. And you're not missing much. Uh, it was So good. And then, you know, when uh, I, it was I, I thought it was so perfect when the chief is running and he's in combat and she's like to, you know, she's like, you got jackals and like more flanking to your right. And it's like, cool. But then you're kind of like, okay, Cortana, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, right. she's like, switch to secondary. And I, as a viewer, <laughs> was like, okay, this is kind of overdoing it. And then the Master Chief goes, I know how the game is played, Cortana. Played, right. <laughs> and, and me and Julia both just, just freaked out. We're just like, yeah. that was amazing. Just yeah, a nice, just enough of a wink. Yeah, That's yeah. a
1: beautiful meta line. I just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, meta meta that was, yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. I think every every single gamer went, ah, oh, yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, and and like yeah. uh, you know, unlike most games, so true to Halo that the primary is the pistol, the assault rifle is the secondary, right? Yes. I think especially yes. if you're talking about like the I don't know which which Magnum that is. It doesn't doesn't quite look as big as the Halo one one but um
3: i i want to talk about uh you know we talked about a bunch of things uh and to the lead up of this um i want to talk about keys being complicit that's exactly where
0: i just wanted to to move along to right is Um, is keys so go ahead take it away yeah
3: yeah so uh i mean the fact that that keys is complicit you could you can tell in the performance that the that keys is remorseful that because you know uh, um, he doesn't confront. I guess Chief confronts him, but he 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 doesn't necessarily confront Keys about it. He, he still he, thinks Keys is on like, his confide. side, he right. He's, he's, right? He's just yeah. He's, yeah. He's debriefing him on what he what it is he knows. Um, and Chief, the Chief and says, Keith. "You're my captain. You've
0: always right. had my back." He right. says, "You're right. my captain, captain, right?
3: Yeah. Right." And, John has uh, no
1: idea that everybody's right. working against.
3: It. Exactly. And, and I'm wondering about like uh, the, the brilliance of this series so far, right? If if we take a 10,000 foot view is what I, what I've loved about this show is, is how human they have made the master chief in five episodes, right? Like that's. Like we, you know, we knew he was a human. We, you know, that kind of stuff. But he was, again, he was always kind of just the avatar for us in the games. Um, and that 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 was the complaint that people were having watching the show was that he was no longer this avatar because he kept taking his helmet off. Um, but like, not only is he human, but he is a sympathetic character, like, but almost like a child, right? Because he is he yeah. he. He completely puts his trust in these people that he looks up to um and it's and, so and,
1: obvious to everybody else right
3: that they're yeah that John, they're, you're
1: just a soldier you, they right don't, they don't have a right.
0: Kai sort of gets it more than he does chief, right like chief that, does, that right. scene they had that uh actress uh kate i think kennedy on yes. uh the declassified show and right. she talked about that scene that was that was powerful to me too where she like it's her and chief together and she's like she's like yeah this is her, like we can connect you know what i mean it's right. like It's like, we're the two people who can see color. You know what I mean? Like, I can (laughs) see it too. Like, this is our chance. And he gives her nothing, you know? And it's just like, Because he's
1: still that loyal, you know, idealist.
3: And he's the leader, right? She's not burdened. Kai's not burdened by the mantle of leadership. So all she has to think of like she can afford the I'm time high,
1: isn't this cool?
3: right right exactly <laughs> I, right she can afford the the time and the energy to have empathy and think about like, oh what it must be like for the two of them now that they can feel and and chief has to feel but but continue to pretend like he can't well, yeah, because and he's I, got to lead everyone. Yeah, exactly, mm. and
0: I think it's telling that like where the chief went for help was like to mom first, right? To right, Halsey right, first, right? And right. now that he's figured out that that's not going to work, he turned he to, to like dad. this guy who yeah. you know is, I guess, has had a child with her. Uh, right. They don't seem to be <laughs> in any kind of active relationship. And he calls her. You know, I was wondering with
1: the with the flashback, like, is he just complicit (laughs) because he's utterly in love with her? Or was that just a one night thing? Or or what what in the world would drive a guy like that to do everything halsey says
0: it's they they so feel like they're not in a relationship that until you just said that this second megan i i forget like in my mind them being back on a with john as a kid was just two officers undercover together i totally forgot that they were supposed you know what i mean that they were right right
1: there's only (laughs) one reason he would be subordinate to her and that's if he was blinded by love right
0: yeah and that character doesn't give us a lot i I would go so far as to say that actor doesn't give us a lot with that character you know to Mm -hmm. know you know kind of how like is he kind of in too deep with halsey and he realizes this is horrible or is he like on board right i think that's really hard to tell
3: well he only so uh that character really only serves uh the purpose of giving information to other characters that we care about right like that that is (laughs) And, and, you know, like, here's, here's a thing that I've kind of observed, and, and you know, I, I, I love it, but, uh, um, you know, this is Hollywoke for you, um, <laughs> which is that oh, no. that the, the women characters and Chief are the ones that I feel like are in the fore right? Those are the people that are making the decisions, that people are listening to, that, that you know, are telling people what to do. Um, and until Keys told Miranda, right, uh, in this episode that she was going to stay on the ship, I don't really remember Keys giving anybody uh any commands, right? Like he's yeah. just kind of been passing on information from one place to another, and everyone acknowledges that he's in command, but like he nobody really
1: feels like the hapless dad or yeah, the hapless lover. I mean, that's, that's what I see. You know, when you have the one person, the, the one person in the relationship who's an extreme narcissist and the other one who just realizes that they have to be the, um, be the peacemaker in order to get, make things work. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I
3: don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's. But you're it's, right. He hasn't
1: had much agency on his own right. for being no,
3: adopted. Yeah, so which yeah. you know, like there hasn't been an episode or an episode, a scene with him without either Halsey Keys or the or the Admiral in it, um, where he is just talking to some other subordinate, and they're just following him around. So, do you um,
1: think that's intentional on the writer's part, or they uh, just yeah. didn't well, know? They didn't know what to do that with that him? told that
0: one marine to give
3: him air cover, and
0: the marine blew up immediately. So, right, you know, maybe right. he's yeah, maybe that's why <laughs> maybe he's got a bad history with giving orders. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. It's yeah. Not again. Yeah. <laughs> uh very very last thing uh we're not going to talk about it and have an in-depth discussion but Maki does seem to have some sort of plan it doesn't seem to make sense. Oh, I did want to also say I was right about uh I, wa- I was right about Quan's uh, shock stick playing a role yes um so yes just wanted to pat myself on the, the back for that but anyway my key has shown up again with like an even less plausible plan this time around um i can tell you from watching declassified that like it is not lost on the unsc how suspicious her arrival is but it doesn't make it any better of a plan
1: just rub some dirt on your face, mess up your hair, let the roots show. Just
0: no. I do not get that. She tells that at least Let's she's like tailored make it look, clothes, or maybe it was the brute, but whoever I she's like I make saw it a look little good. Little blood
1: on her arm or something. Did I, you? I, uh, she's wearing red clothes. I've watched
0: twenty-four. That is not making it look good. Yeah, <laughs> right. hey,
1: yeah. I, I expected at least clothes. like a big fat bruise on her face. Maybe right. she's got one. Right. She was kind of turned up, but mess yourself up a little bit you don't we already saw the people that were captured by the covenant they're in cages they're crazy
0: i know we've got mixed feelings (laughs) about the uh, the fingernail plasma blade but they did remind us that she still has that i'm I'm excited so
1: because we all
3: forgot yeah that
0: thing cut through uh
3: I, I, i got i got very very nervous when i saw it though because uh she falls down on the planet and chief comes over and takes off his helmet and yeah. i'm like
1: your helmet on
0: i think right. chief dies in the next episode <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> yeah cortana take a over. real
1: turn here and then kwan right.
3: dons yeah. the armor and... yes it is our turn uh you got the touch
0: yeah i wonder if i wonder if cortana could just you know reanimate him if he dies just take over you know
3: zombie there you go. zombie chief, yeah. zombie john
0: <laughs> all right uh and with that uh thank you as always uh both 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 you guys megan and cicero for the great conversation about halo always uh really enjoyable to talk with you about it and thank you to our listeners we hope you enjoyed the conversation as well don't forget to subscribe to uh forward under Quan on whatever platform you're listening to and share us with a friend also while you're at it don't forget to search for uh, Discovery Debrief if you're a Star Trek fan and subscribe there where Cicero and myself and a, a revolving cast of other wonderful characters talk about all the great Star Trek shows that are currently on TV. Um, thanks also to Cicero for producing this episode. Uh, and thank you all again. That does it for Forward Unto Quan."